Hi, everyone, and welcome to Val Talks Pets, the forum for pet parents and enthusiasts alike. Having been in the pet industry for over 10 years now, I am going to share with you issues and questions that arise as I work with pet parents on a day-to-day basis. I am not a veterinarian, but I do have certifications in canine, feline, small animal, fish and herptile, and avian health and nutrition from the University of California, Davis Extension. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me on this episode of Val Talks Pets. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of our most popular small animal friends, and that is rabbits. Rabbits are a great pet for many families, single pet owners, seniors, and for multiple pet households. So that means pretty much everyone. Domestic rabbits are cuddly, fun, and trainable. So let's take a look at the rabbit as a pet. Pet rabbits can easily live up to eight years, with many living up to 12 years. In the scheme of so-called starter pets, rabbits come in around the same commitment as having a cat or dog. Although cats can easily live to be 20 years of age, Dogs, depending on breed, could have around the same lifespan as a rabbit. The care level of a rabbit is often equated to being the same as a cat. So if it is decided to get a child a rabbit, and that child is 8 or 10 years old, be prepared that by the time this child goes to university at 18, that rabbit will most likely still be in the home. So, what kind of rabbit makes a good pet? Well, each breed of rabbit has its own personality traits. The most common domestic breeds are Lionhead, Holland Lop, Netherland Dwarf, and Dutch Rabbit. There are many more breeds, but let's take a look at these. The lionhead rabbit originates from Belgium and has a characteristic mane like a lion. It is a smaller rabbit, very fluffy, has erect ears, and weighs approximately 2.5 to 3.75 pounds. These little guys are smart and energetic. They love cuddling and petting and have high social needs. It may actually be best to have more than one rabbit if you have a lion head. A lion head can easily fit in well with a multi-pet household if the other pets are calm and well-mannered. Diet for a lion head is like rabbits in general, where a varied diet is needed. And as for housing, when it comes to rabbits, the bigger the better is the way to go. Lion heads like their exercise, so out of cage time is a must. Now, the Holland Lop originated, just like its name, with a Dutch breeder. They have a typical rabbit coat, maybe a bit denser than most, that comes in all kinds of colors, but their most distinct feature are their ears. They have almond-shaped ears that are about 4.7 inches long and lay at the side of their heads. Holland Lops are small rabbits with a maximum weight of about 4 pounds. 
They are considered to be a very calm rabbit that likes playtime and relaxing time with their humans. The males can be a bit messier in their cage and destroy things. The Netherland dwarf rabbit also originated in the Netherlands and is one of the smallest rabbit breeds. These little guys weigh about 1.1 to 2.5 pounds. The Netherland dwarf has large eyes, a short body, and short ears that are carried high on their head. Their face is rounded and brachycephalic, which means flat or sort of pushed in. These rabbits also come in a variety of colors. The Netherland dwarf would be more recommended for an experienced rabbit person as they do tend to be a bit skittish and have been labeled a bit as grumpy. An experienced rabbit enthusiast would see this as spunky, so as a first-time rabbit, maybe not the best choice, but they are still very popular. The Dutch rabbit has also been known as the Hollander rabbit. Although it sounds like this is another breed from Holland, the Dutch rabbit was imported to England from Belgium. The Dutch rabbit has a very definable color pattern. All recognized colors include white, but the rabbit is defined by a blaze of white running up the rabbit's face with color on the cheeks, a white wedge on the back of the head, and a straight line running behind the shoulders and across the belly. These rabbits are small, weighing 3.5 to 5.5 pounds. The Dutch is a calm rabbit, easy to train, and would be a good choice as a family-friendly pet. There are many more breeds of rabbits, and each and every one is worth looking into if rabbit adoption is on your mind. So let's look at the care and feeding of a pet rabbit. A rabbit needs a proper habitat, be it a large cage or hutch. And to be clear, this is an indoor hutch. Domestic rabbits should not be kept outside, but on a lovely warm summer day, you can take your bunny outside on a special rabbit harness and leash so he or she can enjoy some fresh grass and sunshine. Rabbits need shavings and bedding as well, a large water bottle, food, hay, vegetables, and toys. Apart from their basic needs, they also need love and attention. One of the best things about bunnies is that they can actually be litter trained like a cat. There are specific cage trays that you can get that you can train your bunny to use as a litter. That makes things a lot easier for keeping the cage clean. Now let's talk about bedding for a minute because when it comes to rabbits, there are some rules. Rabbits should not have cedar as bedding and pine is usually something to avoid as well. Although some say kiln dried pine is acceptable. I would just avoid both to be safe. The lovely smell of pine is actually attributed to the phenols in the wood. However, these phenols are the problem as they cause changes in the liver enzymes of your rabbit. 
So I think it is best to play it safe here and go with either Aspen or recycled paper litter. Now, an interesting fact about rabbits is that they are often the third most surrendered animal to shelters. Why on earth is that, considering how cute they are? Well, several reasons do come up for this. One is that rabbits can be destructive in that they will chew things they should not. Rabbits, just like hamsters and guinea pigs, have teeth that continue to grow. And just like hamsters and guinea pigs, they need to chew. So the teeth wear against each other and therefore stay trimmed. Often destructive chewing results from boredom. So this is why it is very important to make sure you have chewing toys for your bunny and give them lots of attention. One of the other reasons bunnies end up in the shelter is the fact that they do live from 5 to 10 or 12 years. Parents often get their child a rabbit but fail to realize that the child may outgrow the rabbit and not be interested in it any longer. This then creates the next reason why bunnies end up in shelters, and that is that despite all best intentions and promises, the adult guardian or parent will end up caring for the rabbit. And if that is something you are not prepared to do, don't get a rabbit. But this also means that if you are looking for a rabbit, Go to your local or area shelter because there probably is a lovely bunny waiting desperately for a loving home. In this case, seriously adopt. Do not shop. So let's talk about food for your bunny. You'll be surprised with some of the do's and don'ts in this area. First, bunnies need a good quality pellet. You will have to try different brands until you find the one your bunny likes. Second, bunnies need hay. Good quality hay, be it alfalfa or timothy, will make up most of their diet. Now for vegetables. What can a bunny not eat? Well, most lettuce is on the no list for one. Quite a few common vegetables as well. And other culprits like chocolate, yogurt, seeds, and cereal. Now, what about carrots? Everyone believes rabbits eat carrots. Well, they do, but they should only eat carrots sparingly, as carrots are high in calcium, so it is better to give them the carrot tops. So, some vegetables that bunnies will enjoy are dandelion leaves, broccoli tops, romaine lettuce, no iceberg or cabbage, and bok choy. And one thing you can do is wet the veggies before you give them to your bunny. The moistness of the wet veggies will give some good hydration for their digestive system. As for treats, some fruits they seem to like are bananas, strawberries, pineapple, and apples as long as there are no seeds. There are also some special bunny treats you can pick up at your pet's specialty store. One other very important fact about bunnies is that many vets are now spaying or neutering rabbits, so that makes for a calmer bunny 
and the possibility of having more than one. And finally, bunnies can be injured easily with improper handling. And remember, never, ever pick up a rabbit by its ears. Scoop up your bunny like a kitten and hold its bum so it feels safe. Some of the health issues to be aware of with rabbits are overgrown teeth, snuffles, hairballs, uterine tumors, myxomatosis, and rabbit hemorrhagic disease virus. Overgrown teeth is a neglect issue. Rabbits should be given uh, chew toys on a regular basis, and if the teeth are getting out of hand, a trip to the vet should be scheduled. Snuffles in rabbits relate to runny eyes, noses, and sneezing. There are symptoms of a chronic bacterial infection in the tear ducts and nasal sinuses. Myxomatosis is a serious viral disease that presents with fever, lethargy, and inflamed eyes. Unfortunately, myxomatosis is often fatal. Hemorrhagic disease virus is a highly contagious and usually fatal virus that affects both wild and domestic pet rabbits. The virus can be transmitted not only from rabbit to rabbit, but via food, bedding, or other contaminated materials. On the whole, rabbits are rather easy to take care of and can be amazing pets. The most important thing to keep in mind when getting a rabbit is how long they live. Everyone in the household has to be on board for the rabbit's care for its entire life. As mentioned, rabbits are the third highest animal surrendered to shelters, so making sure when adopting a rabbit, all the information has been gained is vital. This means understanding their lifespan, their habitat, and food needs, and knowing that they require social time and loving time just like any other pet. And remember, a wild rabbit or bunny is just that, wild. Finding an orphaned bunny is heartbreaking, and giving them that helping hand is just fine. But when it's time, that wild bunny needs to return to its natural habitat, and a wildlife rescue can help with that. In terms of our domestic little furry bunny friends, if this is the pet for you, as always, do your research so you can give them their best life because, as I say, knowing is caring. Thank you for listening to Val Talks Pets. Please remember to follow or subscribe to ensure that you never miss an episode. To really help the show and to make it easier for others to find, please rate and review each episode that you find interesting and helpful. And don't forget that you can also email me at val at valtalkspets.com with topics you would like me to address or with any questions you may have. Also, check out my website at valtalkspets.com and let me know what you think and how we can improve upon it. Thanks for caring.